Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I sit down with Catherine Basu. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. Catherine is an ACE-certified personal trainer, the owner of Fit Armadillo, and the author of the new book, Superwoman Secrets Revealed. Successful women talk about fitting and fitness and dare you to join them. She's armed with a bachelor's degree in biology from the College of William and Mary. Catherine enjoys debunking fitness and nutrition myths to help her clients achieve lasting results. She's been quoted for her expertise in WebMD Magazine, SparkPeople.com, LiveStrong.com, Empower Her, FitBee, and World Lifestyle. She also is a blogger for the Huffington Post. Catherine has zero tolerance for diets, supplements, and detoxes, and not just because she's a huge fan of gluten-full bread, but lots of love for these new to, for those new to fitness. She's an avid runner, and she's competed in races from the 1,500 meter to the full marathon. She loves helping others start a running routine. So on today's interview, um, I also wanted to make note because Catherine said she was going to put her book up on Amazon, so the Kindle version, and she was going to have it be able to download for free on the day this interview goes live, so March 28th, uh, 2017. So if you're interested in downloading that book, you can head on over to your Amazon and it will download the Kindle version um, for free today. So feel free to go ahead and do that and then uh, let her know how you enjoyed the book. All right, so without further ado, here is our interview with Catherine. Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm super excited I have Catherine here today. So welcome, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit more about your background and kind of what got you into fitness? So I never thought growing up that I would be in fitness, actually. So it was actually kind of a series of, of events, uh, you know, starting out really, you know, going to gym class. I hated gym class. I always tell people, if you told me I, in kindergarten, I'd spend my 20s working in gyms, I probably would have packed up and run away from home. Uh, <laughs> but, but what got me, you know, from that mindset into enjoying fitness was actually running. So my dad was a big runner. And, you know, when I was little, I always wanted to play with my dad. He'd go for his run. And I wasn't allowed to go with him, so it seemed really cool. And then when I got older and he you know, said I could start running with him, it was kind of a no-brainer and, and, and then went out for cross-country and kind of grew, grew my love of fitness from there, but, but really did not, you know, did not think I'd be a personal trainer or own my own fitness company growing up. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, because sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, I've always been into fitness. So you just kind of, it grew on you as you kind of grew up. Yeah, you know, and I think. One thing I tell clients, and I'm sure we can, we'll talk about this more later, is just, yeah. you know, finding something that you're actually interested in or, or even marginally good at. Because for me, I didn't like gym class because it was all about being coordinated mm -hmm. and I still am not coordinated even though I'm a personal trainer. <laughs> so, so running was something that, you know, I was decent at and I didn't have to be, you know, coordinated for. So it actually stuck more than, you know, the, the more gym class way of doing fitness. Oh. Well, yeah, and that's good to hear too, because then people sometimes think that, um, like I was talking to one of my clients about yoga class, and so I was encouraging her to go, but she was like, oh, I'm not very coordinated, I'm just going to be lost, and then I was telling her one of the other trainers at our gym had said he went to a yoga class for the first time and he felt lost, so I was like, no, this is kind of what you do in fitness, it's nice, because there's always something that you might not be 
good at. Like for me, you know, like going to a dance class, that's going to take me a little bit before <laughs> I like keep up. So, you know, having that and just kind of a way to, with clients, I'm sure that's kind of heartwarming and being like, yes, she can totally relate to me. Right. And that, and that's, I do love working with beginners because, you know, kind of had that same, same background as them, you know, not really being into it. And then, and then going from there, I love what you shared about the yoga though, because I had similar experience myself. You know, one of my best friends was a yoga, yoga instructor. And she's like, you have to come to my class. You have to come to my class. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I took the class. It was the hardest thing ever. And I, I didn't take yoga for years after that. And then I finally got back into it. I had a running injury. And so I couldn't run. Like that's all I could really do was yoga and swimming. And and then I fell in love with it. So, you know, you always have to give everything a second chance, I think as well. Oh, yes. That's totally, that's what I told that client too. I was like, make sure you go more than once. The first time is always going to be a little rough. And then yes. again, <laughs> and you'll be like, okay, now I'm starting to get some of it. <laughs> and I love that you said yoga was hard the first time. It totally was for me too. Cause I think as trainers were like, oh, this will be easy. And then you get there, you're like, this is not what I was thinking. <laughs> right. Like how hard could it be to hold a pose, right? Yes. You know, <laughs> but it is hard. <laughs> yes. You're like I do not train this way. <laughs> so, um, I know your business is fit armadillo. So I'm very curious cause I have, um, well, a little background on how we actually met. I think, yeah. I don't know how we exactly met, but online somehow. And, um, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but she has her own online training company. And so I was always curious how in the world you came up with fit armadillo as the name. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, I wanted something fun for a business name and I was looking up different names and everything I had wanted, which I don't even know what some of those names were now, but they were all already trademarked or already, you know, different companies or similar to other companies. So I wanted something unique. And I was living in Houston and I don't know, I had seen my first armadillo before I came up with the name, but uh, that armadillo had an impression, you know, a little impression on me and, and came up with, well, what about fit armadillo? So that's <laughs> kind of how it came about. So it was just kind of a random thing, something catchy, but then I've kind of made it fit with the business more <laughs> from that. Uh, so kind of our, you know, our tagline is fitness at your place and your pace, which, you know, kind of goes back to my, my idea for, for how I want to help people, you know, it's not, it's really whatever level you're at. So um, I know we'll talk about the business probably more, but I have a variety of trainers, so it's not just me. So different, you know, skill sets, different um, backgrounds that different trainers bring. So, you know, personality wise, helping people find a good match, but, um, but you know, that whole theme of fitness at your place and your pace. So whether you're like an armadillo, which actually has trouble crossing the road <laughs> safely. So whether you're like that armadillo that has, you know, trouble getting across, you know, your first road on your fitness journey, or you have other goals, um, we can help you out. So it's kind of, I kind of made the armadillo work for the business once I learned more about it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That, that's like perfect. I love that. So can you expand a little bit more than you kind of just briefly tapped on it? What is your kind of personal fitness philosophy then? So what's fit armadillo all about? Yeah. So, so basically like that tagline we have, which is fitness at your place and your pace, you know, just starting out with something that you're comfortable with and, and working with you from that spot is something that I've done in order to fi find fitness myself and enjoy fitness. And I think is really important for our clients as well. So just taking things, you know, I often will say like one, one push up, one step, one uh, stretch, I guess, if we're, we're talking about flexibility too at a time. And, and going from there. So, you know, really meeting people where they're at and helping them grow from there. But, um, you know, mm, yes, I love that. Especially, I mean, starting from where they are rather than, I think sometimes we get stuck in the, 
oh, I think people should be here. And then we start them off and way, I mean, what happens is people end up quitting because they're like, this is too hard. This is not where I should be. And people get frustrated. So I like that you just kind of like, nope, this is where you're at. This is where we will start. Yeah. <laughs> so Keep it friendly. Keep it fun. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> so what made you decide to start your own online training business? So were you ever doing stuff in home before or what kind of made you make that switch to the online business and then eventually having trainers work underneath you? Yeah. So for going online, it was kind of just a, a little trial and error thing. I, I did a fitness challenge. Actually still, I didn't do it this year because things, life is really crazy this year, but, <laughs> but we, we'll do a had done for a few years on uh, the 12 days of fitness challenge. And the first year I did it, I thought it'd be fun. It's just a free challenge to, to do a Google hangout class at the end of the challenge for people that had completed it and didn't really think it would work very well, but figured it's a free, free challenge. So, you know, no one's paying me. So if it goes horribly wrong and the screen is blurry, like no one can get mad. Right. <laughs> so, so did that, but it had a lot of fun. i um, had one mom who did it with, uh, with her son joined in. That was really fun. So saw that it worked really well for that and decided, you know, to offer it for clients as well, like when they were traveling and um, just clients I had had in the past that no longer live near me. And so that's kind of how it, how it started really from that, that one class, you know, not really thinking much of the online format, the video um, format for being effective and then seeing that it could work and then kind of going from there. That's uh, how the online part. And then the other trainers that started, my sister had her first baby um almost two years ago now and she she lives in australia so wow <laughs> yeah, and so she was you know she knew i did the as i'd already been doing online sessions then so she's like okay you have to help me you know we're gonna meet online and i have to get in shape before i come back to visit everyone in the states <laughs> but she said okay we're gonna meet you know every day at 5 p.m and i said well you know i don't have kids yet myself but i have clients who do and i said you know i don't really think with a newborn baby you're gonna be able to meet at the same time mm -hmm. <laughs> but we'll try it we'll see what happens uh so obviously you know you you know this probably from from being a mom yes <laughs> that 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 5 p.m you know every day timeline did not did not work out so <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah some of the moms probably are you know nodding along but oh yeah you think you have your own schedule still but you don't <laughs> yep <laughs> but but no so what she ended up doing is um like she would text me when she had my niece down for a nap and um, then we would get you know I could I could arrange my schedule around that for her and so we still we still worked and it worked really well for her and she was able to get back to her her pre-pregnancy weight and feel good and, and feel energized, you know, during the day. And I wanted to bring that to other moms in particular. Um, so brought on other trainers because I, you know, I couldn't really offer that myself, offer that last minute booking. Um, so, so brought on other trainers to be able to do that. And then, you know, so mostly I had in mind the moms, but also people that travel a lot for work will book with us just for that convenience. Um, just, just people that have really busy schedules in general. Mm. So did you ever do on, or like in-home training or at a gym then setting? Is that yes. kind of the yeah. first start? Yep. So when I first started in fitness, uh, I started out well at the Y and then just a bunch of different, different gyms. I actually started out in Middletown, Rhode Island, which is close to Newport, but just the town over. And so there were a lot of gyms really close to each other. Okay. I taught at almost every gym in, uh, in Middletown, Rhode Island, my first, <laughs> first year there. Uh, and then... And then from there, actually, I was a wellness center director at a YMCA. So, so I did a little bit of training when I was the director there, but not, not as much. 
Uh, and then in, in Houston, I also trained at different, uh, actually different apartment complexes and Rice University. Just kind of really been all over the place. And then when I started my own business, I did start with just going into people's homes or at the park. And even before I left Houston, so I just, just moved up to California about two months ago or so. Oh. And <laughs> still, I still had some clients that were in person in Houston as well. So yeah, I mean, that, that's always been a part of it too. I never was really able to totally break away from that because I, I do love running. So I had a lot of clients here and there that I would do uh, running with as well. So that was something you can't really, you can coach, you know, some of the, the other parts of run, uh, like strength training to help with your running routine, but obviously you're not going to be running with your client um, with a video chat. I mean, maybe, maybe <laughs> some clients would do that, but most would not. <laughs> Get like a little selfie stick and run. <laughs> I know. So maybe, I mean, with the Peloton bike, right? I mean, nothing's really, uh, you never know. <laughs> That's too funny. So are you like, have, do you do marathons and half marathons? Like, is that part of your running kind of what you do now? You know, if clients, yeah, if clients want to, most of my clients are more getting into like a 5k usually okay. when we train, um, but, but I've run up to a marathon, so happy to help people with that too. So uh, is that, do you, so is that pretty much your current routine? Like, are you a runner? Do you like to lift weights or what does your kind of routine look like? Yeah, always running. So running is something that it's kind of like brushing my teeth for me, right? If I don't do it, it's just the day is off. So it's just it's more of like a habit, a routine. Um, I guess, I guess if I didn't brush my teeth, the day might not be off for me necessarily more for people <laughs> around me, but, <laughs> but the running is just, if I don't, if I don't do it, I just feel off. So like I always fit in time for running. I need to, you know, train myself to get the strength training in personally. I find that, um, yeah, I guess that's kind of, you know, how I got into fitness was through running. So it's always, that's always been there and then everything else has been added on. So I guess if I don't do strength training, I don't feel write anymore myself. So if I don't have time, that's what slips, but <laughs> yeah, I do try to fit in. I try to do, you know, twice a week, do a strength training routine. Um, and then my running, I do almost every day, if not every day. Mm. And then for the, for your online business, cause I was really like, I literally just did a Facebook live about this with like in times cause like, Oh, I planned on getting on and doing one. So like we're recording this right now. It's currently, it's a Thursday. And so I was like, Oh, I was going to get on on Tuesday hadn't happened. And I was like, Oh gosh, I'm not going to have any time this week because I'm like, Oh, I'll do it when my son naps. But then sometimes he doesn't nap now in the <laughs> afternoon. He's, you know, one and it's just very crazy and chaotic. So I can only imagine like having this option as a mom, like just being like, Oh, I would like to train today. You know, who can I call? And that's kind of the freedom that you give them with your um, fit armadillo online training. Yep. Exactly. Oh, that's amazing. So, um, that's just something in case anyone didn't know that existed, um, which <laughs> I am not sure how many businesses are like that, but any moms out there, cause I do have quite a few moms that listen, you know, that's an awesome option. If you're like, what can I do? Like, Hey, my child's down for a nap. This could be a good little option for you, um, to get a workout in. If you know, you, you want to do something, but you don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, you know, I mean, you always think, okay, you have your, I, I find a lot of clients will say they've, tried videos like they know YouTube videos that they have saved that they want to go do but but just the extra accountability if someone's actually going to be there to make sure that you're actually there and mm -hmm. um, makes all the difference and even I mean I've had people come to me that said that they had injuries from following a video so it's also good to have that little extra you know someone actually telling you well your foot's not exactly in the right spot there for that lunge so 
Oh yeah. I've had a client do the same. Cause she was like, Oh, I think I messed my back up doing um, a yoga video uh, like online. And then I was like, Oh, show me what you did. And I was like, okay, that was way too deep, way too far. Yeah. And, you know, that's the tough part is like, you know, this person can't see you doing it, but you know, she's trying to mimic what the person on the video is doing and not realizing, Oh, my flexibility is not to that point yet. And she's like, Oh, she even modified it on the video. She said what to do, but I just assumed I <laughs> that point. And I think a lot of people probably do that. Cause you know, unless you've been doing it consistently or like I can attest from like being a mom, like if you're busy, you're sometimes not fully paying attention to your workout. You're like, Oh, you know, kind of doing your to-do list and following along to the video at the same right. time. And life happens, you know, but if you have someone you're kind of talking to and interacting with, you're much more likely to be like, oh, like they're like, nope, watch your knee, watch this, you know? So I like that accountability piece too. So I know that you're kind of managing other trainers now. So I want to know kind of how that came to be. Like, is this a role that you naturally kind of jumped into, or is it something that you needed to work on to kind of develop these skill sets to manage? How many trainers do you have underneath you now? Yeah, I have about... 10 that are active that they have their calendars, you know, actually set up for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have others. Yeah, I'm really flexible with it because, um, you know, down the line, maybe things will change, but I really try to encourage because I, it's, it's really helpful for the trainers as well. And I know for me, when I was starting out, even just having my business, um, just being able to take clients from different time zones can really open up your schedule so that you're not just you know, for any of the trainers listening, you know, it's, you, you guys know, you're usually working early in the morning and late at night. And, um, that can be really tough as a trainer and really take away your, your passion for, for training and being interested in it. So I want, I want trainers to be able to have that, that freedom. So, um, you know, try to let them, let them put their hours in and, you know, however many they want to put in is fine and, and kind of go from there. But, uh, I guess, you know, well, I been a wellness center director at a few facilities before I started my business, but I'll definitely, I always tell people I never thought I would want that role again. <laughs> so just, I think, you know, a lot of it would be, you'd have a lot of younger people working under you. So they weren't as committed and you weren't just overseeing trainers that, you know, were trying to make a, a living off of their sessions. You're also overseeing people that were just floor staff that weren't as committed. Um, so that could have been part of my, my trouble was, was dealing with people that were more wanting to be more seasonal, even though you wanted to have them there for longer. So I, I never really thought I'd want to do that again. Um, but it came about just because, like I said, I wanted to be able to help other moms like my sister be able to take advantage of that last minute booking. And I knew I couldn't do that just myself. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of took the leap. And yeah, it's, I've actually been really lucky. I've talked to other other business owners actually here in California and they say they have a really hard time finding good, good trainers. And I don't know, I've just been really lucky. I've had just so many amazing people that have, that have come through and really, really talented and, you know, haven't, haven't had any, any issues. I mean, they're all independent contractors, so they get in what they, you know, put in as well. But, um, I know I'm so I'm excited that I, that I did decide to try that out because I was, was nervous, but it's worked out really well. I've been really, really, really blessed with great, great people that have wanted to, to be a part of the team. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that is totally lucky. I tried to um, do some in-person stuff with people underneath me and I just <laughs> never really did find the right fit. You know, yeah. like it was, it's a tough go about. Cause I'm like, okay, I can't have 
people canceling, you know, on my clients last minute, you know, that's just not a good look overall. Cause then, you know, it's my business and then they're kind of calling you. So then I'm like, okay, this is a lot more hassle than I want to deal with. And so that's (laughs) where I was like, okay, I'm, you know, you turn in the business. Let's see, how can we do this? Oh, you know, that's kind of actually when I started my podcast um, and started doing more stuff online myself because I was like, I don't want to grow that way, you know, as I, discovered. But one of my good friends here in a, in the same, you know, city I'm in, she actually does the kind of the flip of what I do. She does want people underneath and send out trainers. So, you know, yep. it's totally what you think you can handle and maybe what you didn't know you could handle, but it turns out you do it really well. <laughs> yeah. And it's tough. I mean, it, it, I, I can see though it is, it is tough finding, finding a people, finding the right fit. So sometimes it could just be your luck of who you get, you know, when you try it out. Right. <laughs> yes. Oh, and someone else told me to put like exactly what you want when you put in your, um, like what you're looking for. And then that person will come to you. So maybe you did a really good job of that. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'm definitely, I'm definitely very blessed. Love, love all my, all my team members. So <laughs> very lucky. <laughs> so if someone's kind of thinking about, okay, should I, I want a trainer, but I'm not sure, should I do the online training or in-home training? What are some, you know, kind of pros and cons to both of those? Yeah, I guess, you know, really depends maybe on, on the fit that you want. So some people just like having that hands-on aspect of someone being in person, or maybe they feel more motivated that way. Um, I mean, I, I haven't really had trouble personally, just, you know, being able to cue people form wise. So that's, that's something I, I really don't see at least, you know, what I've done so far as being an issue. I think sometimes people will say, well, how can, how can you really correct the form if you're, if you're online? But I think the the main difference would just be the, the time flexibility. So because we do offer the last minute booking. And then even uh, I met someone at a networking event today who he was saying he wants, he, he has a newborn, newborn as well, actually. And he was saying, you know, I really want to get someone to come over here, like maybe at like at five to come to my house or a little earlier. And no one wants to do that because they have to get up at four. So oh, like, yeah. well, that, that's, that's a solution, you know, we can, we could offer because I've clients that are, uh, sorry, trainers that, you know, if you looked at my booking calendar here on the, on the West coast, you can start with someone at, at 2am because you know, they're at a different time zone. So yeah, that, that's a big part of it is just the last minute booking. Um, you know, cause you're, if you work with someone in person, you, you pretty much will have to have like the same time each week. If you're, if your trainer's not booked out, you might be able to get some flexibility in terms of, you know, different times, but with the online training, you know, that, that's always ideal. Like we do like to encourage people to get into a routine, but you're able to book last minute. And, and I do have the trainer. So, you know, you might not get the same trainer every time if you were doing that, but the trainers will record notes if you're doing last minute booking. So the next trainer will know, you know, whether you can do a push up or not and what you've been doing in the past. So that's nice. Um, that's the advantage too of that. Yeah. So I'd say, you know, if you have an awkward time, you're trying to get a trainer to come meet you and, and you don't have anyone that can do that. That's one of the biggest advantages. Um, and then just, you know, personally how you feel with someone in person or, um, or online. Some, one of my clients said she likes that I don't have to see how messy her house is sometimes. <laughs> I guess that's a perk too. <laughs> yeah. I, yep. Again, from having like before, before children, after children, it does make a difference. Cause you're like, sorry, did not clean up. And then at some point I just told one of my clients who has two kids, I was like, I now understand because you just, why, why? Oh, my I know, right? I it away and he just throws it everywhere again. Cause like, 
he's in my office throwing books everywhere. And I'm like, I will try to pick him up. And then I finally was like, you know what? He's just going to throw him back out again. Just <laughs> let him on the floor until he's sleeping. <laughs> Everything becomes a game that even if you don't want it to be a game, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I, I understand that. <laughs> So I want to talk a little bit about goals and what clients are coming to you with. What are some goals? Because I, I find that in the fitness industry, I think it kind of swings. Sometimes their aesthetic goals are what are on top of people's minds. and Other times it's more, um, you know, I want to be healthy goals. What are you finding is like the common goal for people wanting to work out or get in shape? I've started, you know, I've started to find more of getting healthy, wanting to be a good role model. It might, and that might be because kind of been putting that out there in terms of working with moms, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think just on the website, I try to, you know, talk about, we're not all about you know, the quick fix, that kind of thing. <laughs> so it might, it might just be the messaging, but I've had more people looking for the health or even specifically saying they want to be a role model for their kids. And, mm -hmm. and like I said, that might just be the way that the messaging is of the website and attracting, um, you know, different you know, most, a lot of times moms that are coming to us. So that's a, a difference. Um, but you know, weight, weight loss is still always, always a goal, but I have found that that healthy, healthy lifestyle, healthy role model has been a really nice surprise to see from people. So yeah, that's where I'm always kind of curious. Cause I've also seen the same trend in my business. And so I was just wondering, like, I wonder if this is just kind of starting to be a new trend across the board with, you know, goals in general. Cause I think there is definitely a different acceptance of, um, you know, that is an okay goal. Like you don't have to work with a trainer to lose weight, which I think right. was like a, I don't want to say a stigma, but like kind of, that's what we perceived people doing with a trainer when that's right. not always the case. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think too, if you come, if you come to your trainer with that goal, it, it can almost be tougher because, you know, like often we, we will see weight loss anyways, but if you're so focused on that and you're so focused on, I have clients even now who will look at the scale every single day. I tell them not to, mm -hmm. I'll say, well, did you do what I told you to do? And you know, yeah, yeah. But I, but I gained two pounds today. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you didn't gain two pounds in a day. If you did what we said you're supposed to do. And then a few days later they'll say, Oh, I lost three pounds. So <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And that, that one is, I, also agree with it's a little bit tougher to break is the scale because yeah. I also have some clients who are like oh man I weighed myself again and I know you say just once a week and <laughs> like yes because it fluctuates so much and you know most well I work with pretty much only females and yeah. I'm like it's you know depends on what time of the month it is like it's that picky and you know like are you bloated like it's literally can be that picky and if we're just going to be like ah, narrowed in on that usually it doesn't go well for anyone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I know you're also not a fan of diets or supplements, <laughs> detoxes. So if someone kind of comes with you with a diet, what is your suggestion for them? So I guess I would, I would ask them, you know, have they gone on diets in the past? Kind of think about what, yeah. what, what would happen with that? Cause usually they have. Uh, and then, I mean, I try to talk to them about just kind of the science of what happens with the diet and why they might not want to do that, which, you know, would be that most diets, they're, they're really depriving your body. And so you're going to end up having a lower metabolism. So you're going to be burning fewer calories, even when you're not working out after the diet. So you're just going to kind of set yourself up for that cycle of constantly having it be harder to lose weight. So is that something they really want to do? You know, try, try to scare them into, into not wanting to do the diet by giving them some of the facts. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's tough people, people often, you know, 
see a great, great fancy new diet that they want to try and you know, wonder if I can, can provide them with the same, same claim that the diet has, whatever amount of pounds they can lose in a week or something. <laughs> so. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. My mom is also a perpetual dieter. Like, like, and then I tell her, I'm like, mom, you do not need to do that. Like, that just not going to work. And every time she's like, I know, but I'm going to try this one. I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yes, I could totally relate to that. And so I'm like, oh, gosh. So we're still working on that. And my mom doesn't always listen to all my podcasts, so she might not even hear this, mom. <laughs> you can let me know if you heard this one. Come on, mom. <laughs> We're rooting for you. I know, right? <laughs> so what about supplements then? You're not a fan of supplements as well? No, I always tell people, you know, if someone's trying to sell you supplements, they're probably, they're just trying to make money off you. Like I, mm -hmm. I say, unless your medical doctor told you that you need it for some, for some reason, you know, you're deficient for something, then... Just get it from your, your, your great diet or healthy, healthy eating plan, I guess we say. I hate saying, I guess diet makes you think of going on a diet, but, but from your you know, fruits and vegetables and, and things that you're eating that will help you, you know, for other reasons as well. So, so yeah, unless your doctor tells you, you probably don't need it. It's probably a waste of money um, or just making your personal trainer rich. <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I guess what I find whenever, a lot of times when I, yeah, I've been meeting a lot of people out here now that I've moved, and a lot of times people ask, oh, you're a personal trainer, so do you also sell products and supplements? And I'm like, uh, no. And, and one of the reasons too is, you know, I don't know if your insurance is like this, but most of your insurance, if you're, if you're doing the right thing as a trainer and you, and you carry insurance, they're going to tell you that that's not your scope of practice even. So you're not really legally supposed to sell it as well. So that's just, you know, another thing to think about kind of a red flag. If you're, if your trainer is selling all these products, it's not not probably something that you want to get into. And, and I also remember back when I was, you know, running cross country myself, what we had this little sheet one time, they're talking about vitamins and why you don't want to buy even cheap vitamins because, you know, they just get passed right through your system. Right. So, yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, no, that's, um, I'm also kind of in the same camp. I don't do supplements either. Or, um, I had a, one of my trainers where my friends back when I used to train at a gym, he we were required by the gym to sell, um, I don't remember how many dollars of supplements it was a month. Otherwise we got actually deducted pay, um, or we didn't get, I can't remember what it was, a bonus or something. Oh, man. And so I always was like, I'm taking the hit like every month. Like I'd always be like, I'm taking the hit. I'm not going to sell, um, supplements, shakes, products. Right. And occasionally I would have a client who I didn't suggest to take the shake. You know, that was, she just bought the shakes because she liked them. And my, right. you know, my owner was like, whoa, I was like, yeah, no, it's, I did not sell them that. Sorry. <laughs> they just wanted a refill. <laughs> but the guy trainer, um, he had sold, and I don't remember what, I think it was just a vitamin to his clients. And um, she had came back a week later and she said, I can't take these anymore. Can I get my money back? I actually had a seizure because it messed with some of the medicine oh, she was yep. taking from, like she had to take. Right. And so for me, like that was my, okay, this just confirms I'm for sure not doing that because he had no idea. Like he was like, A, she never told me she was taking any medicines. B, right. I would have no idea if this, what was in this would react with her medicines. He's like, I don't have that kind of knowledge. And I was like, oh, that is that. I mean, same with me. I'm like, I have no idea. So that's another kind of, okay, I'm not going to suggest that in case something like that happens. Cause you, unless you know, a lot of, you know, pharmaceutical drugs and all of it's all going to react with people's bodies. It's just a very gray area. 
Yeah, no, for sure. That's, that's crazy. You know, I haven't, I never, I've worked at lots of different facilities. I never had that experience, but I've heard a few people tell me that lately where they worked at a gym and they were forced to sell products. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that's where, yeah. So if you are a consumer and you're not, you know, a trainer, so sometimes that is, you know, unfortunately what's happening. They might not always have your best interest at heart. Right. Unfortunately. Um, now I want to talk about kind of one of the biggest excuses for not being able to work out. So a lot of the times it's, we don't have enough time. So what are some strategies that you kind of tell clients or help them implement into their lives to combat that excuse? Yeah. I mean, this is something I know myself, sometimes I will, you know, especially from being a runner, I'll say, well, I don't have enough time to do, you know, six miles. So I don't really feel like doing anything. And And I feel like a lot of clients will have that approach, especially if they used to be athletes. Yes. A hundred times. Yes. (laughs) So I think, you know, one thing I can even tell myself, but also my clients is that, you know, you don't have, something's always better than nothing. And, you know, for any day that you're, that you're going to work out. So maybe you had planned a half hour workout and you don't have the half hour even to, to do just kind of realizing that, something's better than nothing. So, so doing something is, is, you know, trying to do that first, but then also just being strategic. So if you can look at your calendar and fit in smaller segments of workouts, then that, that can be helpful too. So for some clients, you know, teaching them upper body strength training ex- uh, routines that they could do in a short period of time, like even like 20 minutes or less, you know, if they do a little bit of warm up and then doing that you know, twice a week and then doing their lower body routine twice a week for that shorter time, uh, trying to get in walking. So, you know, really important for anyone with any, any fitness goals getting, trying to get 30 minutes of cardio in a day, but that could be walking and that could be 10 to 15 minute segments. We'll still get, get those same benefits. So often I'll have new clients start off with, you know, a morning walk and a walk at, at lunchtime, like on their lunch break or, or after dinner and just getting that, that movement in can be helpful. Mm. I would say, yeah, trying to like talking to your trainer is, is really good. You know, that, that's one of the things that we do is, you know, I don't have a membership fee or you don't have to do like a certain number of sessions. You could even do one. So whether that's, you know, with our company or even just hiring a trainer and saying, you know, here's like what my time complications are. How could I do, do a routine that could fit into the schedule? That, that could be a really good reason to, to hire a trainer just to find out what you can do around your routine, you know, your actual daily routine. Mm. That's what one thing I really like that you, um, you also battled that cause I totally used to battle that, um, before <laughs> really before my son was born too. Now it's definitely had to change, but like the, Oh, I can't do my workout cause I'm not going to have my full 45 minutes at the gym. Right. <laughs> I might as well do nothing. And that's, I mean, it's a real mentality that I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of people have, cause I just do 30 minute sessions and everyone's like, can I get a workout in, in 30 minutes? I'm like, you can. I'm going to just, gonna, it's going to be different than probably what you're used to. Like, I'm going to be pushing right. you. We're going to get like a 10 minutes of cardio kind of weaved in through this 30 minutes. So you're going to be out of breath and you're gonna be tired. And you know, once they do one, they're like, oh wow. Yeah. This, I was not really working out before. Cause they're, you know, it's a completely different, like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And I'm like, that's why I've had to do it post baby. Cause again, time is of an essence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's true. You know what? One thing I'm just thinking of too, is I know some of the activity trackers, I've been seeing all these articles about how they're not very accurate, but for me, you know, I, I, I love polar products being a runner, but mm-hmm. I have one of their watches has the activity, like little tracker thing on it, you know, little bar, like the Fitbit has. Yes. And, 
just like for me having that and just trying to walk more so than if I am at the end of the day, I didn't run yet and I have still half of it or I guess half of it, you know, completed. And I say, well, okay, that, that 30 minute run now or 20 minute run that I can only have time to squeeze in is going to get me to complete for the activity level. <laughs> so it feels like I'm, you know, I might not be doing the run I wanted, but I, you know, was able to get the full activity because I had been walking more during the day. So I, I do think activity trackers are pretty helpful just to kind of have you think about moving more during the day. And then for some of those workouts where you, you know, you're thinking, oh, I don't have that much time, but I will get to the end of the activity band. So <laughs> yeah. And I like that they vibrate at you too. So that way you're right. like, oh gosh, I haven't really moved today. So then I got to get up and do something. Yep. For sure. <laughs> oh, that's great. And if you, a really good book, uh, No Sweat by Michelle Seeger. Okay. Have you heard of that one? No, I haven't. So this one is like really, I read that probably about a year ago and that one's transformed kind of the way I thought about exercise. So it's really good for anyone. Um, I've just gave it to one of my clients as a gift and she was like, this is, book is amazing. You know, it really oh, reframes awesome. what you think about exercise. Yeah. And so for those people who maybe have a tough time being like, I need to do this to have it count. Like this book is like flips it on its head and it's all based in science and it's awesome. <laughs> Oh, that is, that is cool. So speaking of books, so you re actually recently wrote a book. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. So Superwomen Secrets Revealed. Yeah. What are some of the takeaways and who is it for? Yep. So that's my main title. And then the, the subtitle is that uh, gives, gives more information. So I'll tell you. That. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. So successful women talk about fitting and fitness and dare you to join them. So basically, you know, when I started my business, was almost four years ago now, I was just consuming as many podcasts, webinars, you know, all those things about business to try to make, make sure I would be successful. And I kept seeing this pattern of people in business that were talking about a lot of webinars and podcasts will talk about your daily routine or morning routine as a business owner. And so from those, I saw a lot of people were talking about their fitness routine, but these are people that were not in a fitness career. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Like, I guess it does help me, you know, having my fitness routine and my run, you know, with my business as I started having the business and just, you know, in previous, previous careers and things, having that fitness routine being helpful for that as well. And so finally, I, just, you know, I decided to do actually on my own website, uh, do like a little webinar series with different women talking about how they use their fitness routines to have success. Uh, and then just kind of had collected a bunch, had some really awesome women that were a part of that and ended up from that, that whole thing is an even longer story, but <laughs> ended up collecting a few and putting them um, into, into the book. So that's basically the book is just a series of interviews. I have a little bit of intro and some final thoughts on that, but most of it are the interviews I did with some successful women. So there's entrepreneurs, CEOs, just uh, small, small business owners, really awesome women who don't have fitness as a career, but talk about how it's helped them be successful. And they're all different, different ranges. So some women, you know, were always athletes and they continued with it with maybe a break when they started their careers. And there's other women who, you know, used to just diet or, or maybe work out a little bit before they had a big event, but otherwise really weren't into fitness until, you know, later on. So lots of different ranges there, but, but all, you know, talking about how fitness is beneficial. And, uh, and they also give that dare you to join them part. They all give a fitness challenge or something really simple that you can try and, um, and implement and, and try to get, get moving, but not something really serious. So try to make it fun as well. Oh, 
That's awesome. Yay. No, that sounds um, amazing, especially that I was actually just listening to um, Kate Northup's kind of take on, you know, fitness and how it's become a non-negotiable in her life as well, you know, and I just love hearing that, you know, like other, again, business owners who aren't necessarily trainers. A lot of times people are like, oh, it's only the trainers that are doing that when you're like, right. (laughs) who have like big businesses and are busy and they're, you know, making time for workouts as well. And, you know, seeing their productivity increase. And I'm sure there's many other benefits that you found as well. Yeah. I mean, and so, you know, people that are entrepreneurs listening to me, I'm sure we all want to be like Richard Branson. So he he says that you, he's two times more productive by, you know, because of his, fitness routine, uh, Barbara Corcoran, I didn't interview her for my book, but she had a good interview where she was talking about how her non-negotiable thing she would never give up is her trainer just because of how, you know, she feels so much better after her workout. So and more energized, more creative, all those, all those good things. So yeah, I guess, you know, kind of, we were talking about before, why do people come to us for, for fitness and, you know, kind of taking the focus off of come, come work out with me so you can fit in your skinny jeans and all that but really having it beyond, you know, having more energy, more, more focus and, and going after your own, own dreams as well from the benefits that your workout gives you. So. Totally. Yes. I, yeah, I, I agree um, immensely and that I could tell the difference. Um, Cause I had a, a pretty severe glute tear after my son was born, which Aww. went undiagnosed for many months. And then I kind of intuitively knew something was up and yeah. that go to the doctor for many months before we were both agreed I should stop doing lower body activity. And it's not like I was doing very much. It was just squats. Like I had to be off anything and even excessive walking. So, um, like for me, that was the longest I've ever went without like a hardcore workout. And I was like completely like out of it, like mentally, but not really realizing it because yep. <laughs> you know, you're like, is this post, is this normal postpartum? You have no idea what's really going on. So like once I kind of got back to my regular routine and like working out harder again, I was like, wow, like that, that was a lot. Like, I mean, I can only imagine that's probably, I mean, that was longest in my life that I had went with like kind of a, that long of a gap between my workouts and mentally I could just tell the difference. Like I, I'm like, wow, I'm such a believer now in my workouts and even more so not just like, cause when I was younger, it totally was vanity. I mean, that was like, right. real. Like in my twenties, I was all about like, yeah, I want to look good. So when I go out on Saturday night, I want to look good in this dress, you know? And then it's just totally changed. And now I'm like, oh, it's, I need it for my mental clarity. Like I need to have that workout. So I'm sure there's a lot of people too, who've probably had those same benefits um, in your book just to, you know, show people like, wow, there is more than just Oh, I want to look good in these jeans. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh. So then wrapping up, you know, where can we connect with you at? Where do you like to hang out? Uh, I'll, I'll mine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Basically all of them are at Fit Armadillo as one word. So if you're like, you know, Facebook backslash Fit Armadillo. Um, and then you can check out the website too. So try to have at least one blog post a week and try to get all the different trainers to share some of their tips as well so that it's not, you know, not just me and you guys can learn more about them. So if you, if you're thinking about working with a trainer, you can see some of their style and, and get some of their tips, you know, even, even if you don't work out with them through that as well. So that's always a good place just to get some fitness tips and some healthy recipe ideas and that kind of stuff. Perfect. And then one of the questions I always like to ask everyone, what does peaceful power mean to you? like that. 
peaceful tower. So yeah, I would say just being your authentic self, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. So having, you know, having the, the power of being you and not needing to go out and yell at everyone about how awesome you are, but just kind of owning it and by being your authentic self. Yes. I love that one. <laughs> and then final question, what weekly challenge would you like to give the listeners this week? Very cool. Well, all about challenges, especially, especially with my little book there, right? Um, I guess. <laughs> so I would say when we talked about, you know, running and yoga and, and all those things in terms of, um, and being able to, to try something new or trying it for a second time. So I would say the challenge would be to try a form of fitness that they didn't think they could do. So maybe it's yoga. They didn't think they're flexible enough or to try something that they tried before that they didn't like, maybe give it a second chance. So try to expand their fitness horizons a little bit this week. Yes. I like that. And I do not think we've had that one as a challenge. That's (laughs) awesome. Perfect. So I will put that out there for everyone. I want to thank you again so much for being on the podcast today, Catherine. It was a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. It's, it's been fun. And yeah, if anyone wants to tag me, if they, if they do accept my challenge, then, you know, I'll cheer them on too. <laughs> yes, for sure. All right, everyone. It is time for you guys to go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.